0: Let's make a toast to doing more this spring. Actually, let's make two. Introducing two delicious new toasts from Dunkin. Hummus and roasted tomato and avocado and roasted tomato. Spring it on with creamy hummus or savory avocado spread on sourdough bread topped with slow-roasted, perfectly seasoned, vine ripe tomatoes. Actually, let's make a third toast to the two toasts I was just talking about. Here's to you two, tasty tomato-top toasts. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary, limited time offer. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to another episode of the Urban X Podcast. We are back. We are back in the building, full blast. Hopefully, we won't have none of that technical. Man, you don't know what we had to do behind the scenes just to get this going. Yeah,
3: this was ugly.
0: This has been crazy. This has been crazy. But we here, we live, we in effect. We glad you're in the building with us. Uh, Bear with us through all the technicalities and all that stuff that's going on. And
3: and I just want everybody to know my pops thought this was hilarious watching me go crazy to get this up and running. Listen,
0: I'm enjoying it because what I'm trying to teach him is he can't be panicking, uh, you know, when things have to be done. If you want to be a boss, right, check me out. Check me out. This is the perfect time for me to give you my story, right? People think being a boss means just popping bottles, flying in private jets, and all of that. No, being a boss is making decisions that are hard decisions, right? I guess. Can you fire Alejandro? This is the scenario I laid out to Malcolm, and you, the people out there, right? I asked him all the time can he fire Alejandro, right? Now, Alejandro has been with our company for 35 years. <laughs> Alejandro has never missed a day in 35 years, right? You have been promoted to an executive position as a boss. The first thing I want you to do is go over there and fire Alejandro. Now, Malcolm goes over to see Alejandro. Hey, Malcolm, my buddy, what's going on, my friend? It's really good to see you again. Uh, Let me show you a picture of my new son, man. You know, we're going on vacation soon. And you got to say, Alejandro... I need to speak to you out there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then you got to tell Alejandro oh, that we don't need him no more. His job is done by computers now. Can you fire Alejandro? And that's an aspect of being a boss that we seem to overlook. A lot of times we're always worrying about popping the bottles. Being a the boss is an ugly side to that. And Alejandro is an allegory for a friend mm-hmm. that you got to let go of. Yeah. An ex-girlfriend that you got to let go of, a family member, or even a boss, even your job. So Alejandro is an allegory for shit you just got to let go of. Now, can you find Alejandro? I'm getting there. Would you Alejandro me?
3: If it, if, if I'm your what, dad. Would <laughs> you Alejandro me? <laughs>
0: if, that, if, if that's what the company needs, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking but about.
3: God damn When I say like, none of this technology <laughs> has been working for like the past. Two weeks. Mercury like, retrograde,
0: like, bro. I like mean, you something. just can't blame it on all that, but it's out there.
3: Like, it was, if it's not one thing, it's the next. Yeah, it's a
0: chain event. Oh my God. And, and at 8 o'clock, he's like 8.15, he's like 8.30, he was no, damn near sweating no, like no, no. the show is not gonna happen. No. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I'm like, yo, bro, calm down. Our people understand even if we come on at 9.15... We're going to get this right. You're not ready to follow, uh, fire Alejandro. You're not. You're just not ready to fire him. Alejandro going to be working here forever, even though we don't need him, yeah. because you're going to be like, you know what? Fuck it, Alejandro. Just just clean up. Do something. Thank you, my friend. His kids
2: are adorable. I can't just... His, his, his kids are adorable. I can't fire I can't fire Alejandro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another podcast with us. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. And um we're here. So Malcolm, uh, tell me what we got. Tell me what we got what we got going on. I, first of all, I never know from time to time where this is going. He just pop them in and I, you know, try to bring him on home for you.
3: Alright, well, first and foremost, thank you again for joining us. Um, if you are listening from YouTube, you probably heard our new theme track.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From
3: Black Cool.
0: Black Cool. Yeah. Shout out, Black Cool. Let shout me give them a
3: shout out to them.
0: Because we here at Urban X, we're trying to, you know, help everybody out. You help us, we help you. Right. And, you know, it's a nice little bumping tune to it. I was bumping on my way from North Carolina like this. Right. I said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a go. That's called, a go.
3: Called in the favor. Yeah, in it's got to call in favors. Called in the favor. But, uh, so this week, um, we got, well, first, you know, first thing, Cardi B's album comes out tomorrow.
0: Yes. Or, yes.
3: Or if you listen to this, the, the 6th, April 6th. Yes, comes out right. So that's tomorrow. Whenever you listen to this, April 6th. So, um, she dropped her second single from her album.
0: Technically, her second Technically, and a half yeah. single because I'm gonna count the Bodak Yellow as a single because uh, it bumped. Right, it bumped.
3: All right, all right. So, uh, bloody
0: shoes. I don't want to choose. I can get two pair. I ain't got to choose. You see, what I'm saying all that kind of stuff. That's dope song.
3: All right. anyway. Right, but so so <clears> she dropped uh her new track last week called Care For Me. Yeah, and um. On oh, first listen, I loved it. I'm not going to lie to you. I did, too. I did, I'm too. I'm not going to lie to you. I did, too. Like, I was... I'm and not As like, soon as it came on, like, when I heard the track, I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. And then I thought she was spitting. But, you know, like, I thought, it was some, yeah, yeah. I thought it was some good rapping on it. Sure, sure. Um, She did the hook. I wasn't mad at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just, you know, I, she can't sing, but it's just like, what? You know what I'm saying? Let but, me
0: know when you thought off the back. Yeah, I got you.
3: Me. But, um... A lot of people online didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, they found out she had a ghostwriter, which I don't... Uh, Welcome to were, America. People yeah. were um, upset about that. Welcome to
0: today's rap. Yeah,
3: not even not even sure what that was about. Or oh, why wow, people were upset about that. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and people thought, like, she, they should have got, like, you know, SZA on the hook or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Which I thought would have been corny because if we haven't learned anything from DJ uh, Khaled's was... Mm hmm haven't the most famous people on a track does not automatically make it hot. Khaled's last album was proof because it was trash. Okay. (laughs) Tridididididash, you know what I'm saying? jazz. Like, he had like the eight, you know, famous people on a track, and you would think... And honestly, honestly, some of those combinations that he had on that album... Didn't work. On paper, it didn't work. Right, so what was he thinking? Yeah, Yeah, that's what, like... That that goes into my theory about rappers and their egos because he started reading those press clippings. Okay, it. but that's besides the point. Yeah, yeah, besides yeah. Those are all point. good points. Going back to Cardi, I liked her, I, I liked the new track. She dropped another one today with the Migos. Again, I wasn't mad at that either. I thought the hook was a little whack. It's called, okay, it's called Drip. I wasn't mad at that either. Okay, okay. But you know that's 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 me. So are, that, are you throwing it off the backboard? Ah! Yeah, now true.
0: here we go. Let me explain something to you guys. The first of all, the song was banging,
3: yeah.
0: right, for today's music. First of all, I'm going to give you all a breakdown on how to make a hot crack. You can't go wrong with this. This is the Black Dot. I've been in this game a long time, right?
3: Let's hear it.
0: Track. The track has to be banging, all right? This track was banging, Definitely. right? The flow. Now, there's an MC flow, and then there's a rapper's flow. MC flow is too complicated. That's for the fellas in the hood. You know what I'm saying? The rapper's flow is almost talking on record, and so that even your grandmother can sing along. Mm-hmm. Ding, she did that. Right. The song must be a resonator, meaning people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. All of them women can relate it to this song. So That's many- right. I could suck his dick, but I didn't suck his dick. <laughs> so just many so you Instagram know. Instagram
3: captions in that song. Right. Yeah.
0: And so she dropped that, her little accent, the little culo, you know, the dulo, yeah. the dulo, shulo. Yeah. yeah. That's so Boogie Down Bronx. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Right? So the accent brought me back to the Boogie Down Bronx. She didn't write her lyrics. The, the flow wasn't in the pocket. All right? Right. But the, to me, that's what made it even doper. Mm-hmm. Because we know she doesn't write, but we know she is a vessel now used to express these thoughts. And the last part of the song that must be important is the hook. Yeah. Be careful with me. Be careful because you have to be able to repeat the hook. Yeah. Motherfucker, she hit on every point of this song. Yeah, right. Agree. Remove your ego about she didn't write this. Nobody's writing. Right. Nikki's not writing. No, now I we don't know don't Safari was right. Remy looked like she writes because Remy, you know, but most of these females don't write. But,
3: like, I don't think. I don't know why people thought, like even Bodak Yellow, I didn't think she wrote that. No,
0: no, but absolutely Everybody still not. liked
3: it. I don't know what That's know what my point. Guys,
0: that's the formula. And she hit on every point, right? The track alone is banging. And the flow was even the key. She was even rhyming to the keys. Yeah. Down, 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 shut, down, da, down, mm-hmm. uh, down, home, down down, down, da, 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 All right, so Good. she had all of that down. That's a hit. That's a hit, and and all of them chicks is gonna be out there singing that.
3: Looking into their phones. Looking into their phone. The whole the
0: the whole nine yards. So we're gonna clap that up for Cardi B. I like it. I like it. Now again, if you're an MC, this song won't do it for you. But to make a song that's gonna play on the radio, that everybody, white people, Mm -hmm. see white people. They're linear in how they perceive these songs, so this flow can't be crazy, up and um, um, double and triple entendres. No, that's not for them. They want to. That's
3: not at at this point. That's not for a lot of people. That's not for
0: a lot of people because we have slowed the vibration down to where people want palatable stuff.
3: And the fact that, like again, like people can rap to it, and most of artists they get their money off concerts. Absolutely. I wrote
0: about this in Urban X. At yes, he did. Yes, he did.
3: Right? So, you have to make songs for concert experiences so people want to come see you so you can make your money. People, that Artists are not making money off streams like that.
0: Absolutely. There's
3: no money off the There's streams. There's no money off streams like that. So, if she, she needs... That's why a lot of songs are... Get hype songs or, You know what I'm saying uh, You know Or like,
0: this one was the perfect Change of
3: pace Right that's She chin. hit me
0: with the Bodak yellow right, Then right. she hit me with the Cardi Mill Cardi Cardi him out right. Buddy and then she just, thunk, thunk, thunk. The right. minute the track came on. Right. And I usually can, can tell you a hit within the first 30 seconds of a Yo, song. As soon as the track came on. As soon as on, the track came I like, on, I hot. said, this is yeah. in the
3: pocket. Like, this is hard. And
0: then yeah. she kicked that flow, which at most the sisters in yeah. the hood are having male to female mm-hmm. problems. And this song spoke to them. Right. So when you make a song that speaks to relevancy, yeah. this is why hustlers always win in their songs. Because everybody out here grinding, trying mm-hmm. to hustle. Right? So she just threw fellas under the bus. She better be careful of me. Yeah. She that bitch don't even know your name. She might wake up and steal your chain. Yo, all of them yeah. bars was crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. She don't know your middle name. She might gonna steal your chain, your butto, You wanna get that culo. Right? That's how sisters, I grew up in the BX. That's how the mommies be talking. And I knew of just a few words, Mommy un buquito, just, you know, bonita. You know, enough to go like, ha ha, you know? Cause okay. love is a universal language. I had a Spanish mommy too. Shout out Cynthia. She was bad. She was a little tough, too. She pulled up. All right, enough enough of that. said. Let's uh, move on to oh, the next topic. I, oh I, no, I, we still on the Carter B right, because she got so, the album dropping.
3: Um, uh, because she has the album dropping, right? Right. Um, a lot of people feel like it's rushed. The album. The album is being. A lot of people feel like it's being rushed, right? Okay. So I thought this kind of led into another conversation about like what one hit wonders and. What that means, you know what I'm saying? Because, okay. Okay. Uh, um, Re on Netflix right now, it's a series called Rapture.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, Malcolm, uh huh. Yeah, Mal. Eli was telling me about it. I haven't checked it out.
3: Yeah, they had um, you know, like Davies, Nas. The one specific one I found quite interesting, right, and it caused real debate between me and my friends, right? Okay. It was a boogie. Right? A boogie from the Bronx. From the again. Bronx, my man. Right. We Yeah, young dude, 21. I love his music. I thought his album was crazy. Yeah. I listen to it all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, within the documentary, he's going around in his old hood. You know, he was at it was one scene I thought was kind of cringeworthy. He was in his car. It had, you know, people from the hood, like Box and he was handing them $100 bills.
0: Okay, okay. Right? That's gangster.
3: Right, cool, I mean, cool. but at the same time, it was kind of like, oh. Wow, you fear for his life? Nah, not even that, because it's just like, how long are you going to keep that up? Um, it's not about
0: keeping it up, per se. It's a way to get back to your hood a little bit. Okay, so,
3: but... This... I right, we know how it is, right?
0: And it might have been for photo op, because he's shooting the documentary. Right, that's true, no, too. Yeah, but
3: at the same time, like... Okay, now they're going to expect that every time you come back. Don't come back! That's... But, okay, goes into my next point, right? He bought a mansion for his friends. They call it the High Bridge Mansion. Okay. And he has a home... For his family.
0: In the same place? No. Oh, here's somewhere else. Okay.
3: That's gangster. Okay. Okay. Right? I said it was stupid.
0: Okay. Explain to me why.
3: Okay, because... When you... Okay, okay. Because buying things like a car for somebody or a mansion... It's not just ending at, I just bought you this. It's payments that you... Like, there's mortgage payments, there's property taxes, there's upkeep... For two different houses and you're just starting out and my whole thing is my point to my friends was the average shelf life for a rapper is like four years right? okay he's two years in right mm-hmm. not to even like count his pocket not to even watch his pocket, yeah yeah, yeah I'm I, just got saying, I got I you saying i got like i don't i just didn't think it was smart it's dope okay but everything dope doesn't <clears throat> you know it's not
0: smart. hammer hammer mc hammer is yeah. a perfect example okay it. hammer blew up and tried to take the whole oakland with him Right. Nice. And people ragged on Hammer later on when he went broke, but Hammer went broke of a good heart. Hammer was taking dudes off the street saying, don't sell drugs, come on tour with me. So Hammer had a big heart. Then when the next album didn't do as well, Mm -hmm. and he had to cut staff, he had Alejandro these motherfuckers, basically, right? Um, It led to some dissension amongst, you know, those who helped him. But but those who knew the story, Hammer's a legend. You know what I mean? For that. Now, the gesture of telling your boys, I'm going to provide a place for you guys to yeah. live, but that should not be the end point. Take LeBron James, for instance. Right. LeBron got his A1 from day one, but they got degrees now, right, right. and they are now working, earning their own
3: money after he created the environment for them to do that. But all right, so I don't, all right, I, also don't want to skip a point. Um, Highbridge the label, that was created by, it's four of them in a label, and that's like people in the neighborhood, they created that label, right? Mm-hmm. So, His deal is way better than a lot of new rappers' deals. Okay. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them in 360 deals, things like that. His deal is way better. And he also has a sponsorship by um, Bel Air Champagne. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And even then, even then, my point to my friends, because they're giving me all this, like, he got the money. I don't understand why it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just said it was dumb. Right? Okay. okay. And two, you don't know how long you're going to be popular. Hip-hop is a very... Very fickle. You didn't let me
0: finish my point. Oh, dang,
3: dang.
0: I'm in line with that. A lot of times, you you know what I'm saying, you, you, you cast this bigger than it really is and then next year you know you're not making that money and people start depending on you like, yo, what's going on? So my whole thing was, if you create a place for them to live right. and it becomes a creative nest, mm-hmm. let's say you just ain't got niggas hanging around who just hanging on. They just need a place knowing that they got a head over their You know what I'm saying? A roof over their head and an an opportunity to grow their craft Mm -hmm. and what they're going to do to build this empire, it could work. It's almost like taking two steps forward to take one step back. I'm putting this out here. You guys have the High Bridge Mansion. Now, the High Bridge Mansion shouldn't just be uh, butt-necked chicks running around and we popping up blunts. It should have a recording studio. I don't know what it has. It should have a a, a photo studio for, for videos The the mansion should encompass all of that, so that now you have a creative outlet. Because it's one thing to be creative, and it's another thing to be creative and your rent ain't paid. That's a whole different can of worms. If I know my rent is paid, I can go into a zone and begin the creative to help blow up high bridge records. So he's gambling on his peoples. I have no problem with that.
3: Uh, Also, like, all right, but all right. Granted, I don't know. From what I saw in the video, I don't know if any of that is happening. Right, so I'm basing that on that's what I would do. I just saw a house of niggas. That's all, that's, <laughs> that's all I saw. They were shooting dice, <laughs> It was smoke, and they, uh, and that's another point too, right? Right. That's another point I made. If the house is in your name, you got 19 dudes from the hood, right? Something right. dumb happens, who gets in trouble? You're, You're gonna do.
0: get in trouble. You're gonna get in trouble. And this, but watch this. If... I'm at a spot and some niggas violate me, I got niggas who gonna blow niggas' tops That's off. true, too. You see what I'm saying? That's so that's, to that's me, that's the trade-off.
3: That's true, too.
0: You have to keep mm-hmm. niggas with you who don't give a fuck. All right,
3: that's true. You
0: say what you want to say. These niggas right here, right. these niggas is ready <laughs> to, to let off. All right, all right, that's true. They killing babies. They can give <laughs> we fuck. We, we out of this, bitch. That's the way. When you got them niggas with you, you got to feed them niggas. Yeah. And you got to provide a place for the niggas to live. And you got to give them niggas phony titles. Yeah. Nigga, you
3: <laughs> with a third grade education. Uh Executive manager of yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you are the
0: executive manager of yeah. Twitter. Yeah, You don't Alejandro that nigga. Because yeah. that nigga be like, what? Yeah, and He'll come back and blow everybody yeah. up. So that nigga don't get Alejandro. There's yeah. few niggas you never Alejandro. Right. right? You take care of them because in the end, it, it, it should balance itself yeah. out. When you go to your neighborhood by giving a few hundreds out... A few turkeys and shit. That means when you do walk through your hood, there's dudes who are going to look out for you because they know... Now, nah, there's always going to be a couple of wolves everywhere. There's yeah. wolves everywhere. Right. You just can't avoid the wolves. Yeah. So there's going to be some wolves who be like, if this nigga caught slipping, we'll talk about safari yeah. a little bit later, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, you know, there's always going to be that aspect, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But if you take care of your peoples... Now, I, I want to make this point, and I don't want to harp on it. If me and you grew up together... Mm-hmm. And at 4.30 in the morning, I'm outside shooting jumpers. Ha! Rain, sleet, and snow. Ha! Working on my craft. And you in the house, smoking weed, you looking out the window, what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? (laughs) Playing PlayStation and shit. And then I go pro. Right. I don't know you shit. Right. Don't get it twisted, but the hood don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. The hood be like, that nigga gotta pay a hood tax. Wait a minute, nigga, I was the one up 4.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Now, if... I'm out at 30 in the morning and y'all protecting me, making sure I don't have to sell drugs during the day. Like LeBron, whole community protected him. Right. He never needed for nothing. He didn't have to sell drugs. He was the prodigal son. Mm. You know what I mean? That's different. This is why he gives back so much to his hood, 40 and $50 million, sending kids to college, took his A1s from day one with him the whole night. If your hood provides that for you, Allen Iverson, the same thing, right. kept him out of trouble out in V.A., Then I can see you bringing them along, but if you did nothing but smoke weed and look out the window at me and I owe you something, and that's the problem why dudes don't come back to the hood. They feel like, yo, damn, while I was making the ultimate sacrifice, you didn't do shit, Mm -hmm. and now I owe you? That's a problem I have with that. You heard? Yeah, all right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X.
3: All right, Uh, next, I probably heard about
0: Fab. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ouch. (laughs) You take the lead on that one. Uh, Okay, so Uh, Fab, uh,
3: Fab turned himself in um, (coughs) to the police because allegedly, gonna say allegedly. Uh huh. um, He beat his girlfriend Emily B. Uh huh. Uh, He knocked her two front teeth out. Ooh. Oh yeah. as, As a result of. Him hitting her, she mm-hmm. had to get two teeth removed, and he threatened to shoot her pops and her brother.
0: I did see that. Yeah, was that the TMZ clip? Yeah, First yeah. First of all, TMZ is the CIA. Easy. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you again. Easy. TMZ is the CIA. Them motherfuckers is everywhere yeah. at all times. But you know
3: what TMZ stands for? <clears throat> no. I think it's like thirty Mile zone. Like. Every, like, there's always a, a TMZ person within... Well, what they're
0: doing is they, they're they buying people stuff. So, if some shit pop off with me right here in the house yeah. and you film it, you can sell at the TMZ yeah. and they'll put their stamp on it. Yeah. So, they're everywhere because somebody everywhere has a phone. Right. So, TMZ's model right. is perfect. It's sort of like in The Matrix where Mr. Smith... It was everywhere, yeah. Was fucking everywhere, right, 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 right. right? Anybody who was a snake, yeah, he can l- link into their vibration and mm, right. and be on the scene. So TMZ is not just, but the core of the company, they have to be CIA because their whole joint is they getting. If you dig in your nose, nigga, yeah, them niggas yeah, is dead. No, you know, don't scratch your ass in the airport because TMZ will doom doom doom.
3: Yeah,
0: got black dot scratching his ass real hard. You know, you, you know. So anyway, they got him. I saw that. I saw yeah, that him. Uh, you know,
3: but. What, like what was happening, like the aftermath on Twitter, it was kind of like, um, if you ha- if you said like, damn Fab, I hate it, it had to be you, it w- you caught you caught the backlash because you know everybody was like, well, I hate it, it had to be Emily because she got beat, so it's kind of like, <coughs> absolutely, yeah, and
0: we're in the middle of the Me Too movie, yeah, so right, it's kind of ugly man, so everything you do in reference to that. It's bad. First of all, as you already know, you should never put your hands on a woman. If you do, you have violated a bong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're young, you do things. When you, at his age, he should know better. I don't know how uh, upset he was. I don't even know if he did this, but allegedly, what's being said is something that he's gonna have to work through. But in this day and time, with the Me Too movement, you better not look at a chick's titties. Hey. When I'm talking to women now, my eyes are up here. Yes, yes. You nope. gotta go, no, no, you gotta go out. You know, what's wild. Keep my shit up here, cause
3: I found myself like, even um, with like professional relationships, I found myself like re- overcompensating the fact I don't want you.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> I'm making it clear, yeah. man. You got yeah. a big old ass, but I don't yeah. want you because yeah. I don't want to get caught up in no me, yeah. me, too shit. So we're in a tough time for that kind of stuff to go on. I hope it's not true. If it is true, he's gonna
3: have a price to
0: pay for but
3: that. It, it, you know, and you know what was telling. The fact that um, she knew to get the guns out the house. That's a very telling fact. She texts her, according to the story, that she told her father and her brother to go to her house in Jersey and get the guns because she fears that he's going to use them. Absolutely. So the fact that she knew that already was... And
0: she may have saved him. Yeah. By getting those guns out of the house or having her father and brother there, not just as an initial deterrent, but what had happened if he got those joints. And the Brooklyn... Let me tell you something. The streets talk. And Fabulous and his crew, these kids ain't to be played with. You know what I mean? Fabulous's crew was was they some thorough dudes. You know what I mean? So um, if not him, then you know he has people in his mix. We just got finished speaking, you know, that that, you know, these dudes wanna make a name for themselves. So, um, uh, shout out to Emily B. Yeah. And I, I'm wishing her the best.
3: And her kids and in in, both of their kids, because you know, you heard like screaming in the background. Right. So you know the, the kids background. are
0: involved, yeah. and you know he he probably blew his top for whatever reason. But Fab, at this point in his career, if these allegations are true, should know better. He should know there's ways for him. He can have any woman he wants. Maybe he's mad she's got the house. I I don't know all the details, mm-hmm. but you don't want your name attached to anything about beating women ever. But not in these last couple of years. So. Ouch.
3: And it's kind of, I thought it was, I don't know why I expected different, but the way uh, New York personalities, people like DJs, radio stations, the way they're covering it.
0: How are they covering it?
3: They're being like real.
0: Selective. Yeah. Because Fab is their people. Yeah, yeah. and And at and, and a time like this, he needs some sort of support yeah. to say, don't jump to conclusions. It may not have been what you thought it was. Or whatever the case may be, I saw the TMZ piece, and he just looked like when he came toward her. Did he have a yeah. knife in his hand? That's what it looked like.
3: That's what. Or yeah. whatever.
0: She looked so frightened. Yeah, she looked like ah, like yeah. like, like this is something that goes on yeah. regularly, and I'm hoping that that's not the case. Yeah. But his people are gonna rally behind him.
3: But you don't. At the same time, like you don't want to be, like on the wrong side of this too, like publicly. You
0: don't. You don't. But you know what? Uh, When it comes to child molestation, Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, domestic violence and things of that nature, rape, rape, there has to be a clear line you got to draw. There really has to be. You did what? Yeah. Mm Goddamn. Now, you know what I mean? With that being said, um, you know, anything else? Oh, you hit a nigga in the head with a bottle? (laughs) Well, hey, hey, that's that's the way shit goes. You know what I mean? So we we, kind of have to, um, you know, wait for everything to kind of come out. Yeah. And I believe it will All the details If they show me Pictures with her With no teeth Yo, in her mouth man. It's a rap
3: It's over He's gonna uh, I, Like
0: the Rihanna pictures Was like a fucking yeah. rap When you saw that You was like Ouch Ouch Chris Brown ain't nothing You can tell me I know she was hitting you While you was driving
3: Ah Right Yeah Okay So um Safari
0: Yeah
3: He went on uh, Angie Martin He went wanted- Angie Martino show after he got robbed.
0: Uh huh. At gunpoint.
3: At gunpoint. Yeah. Uh huh. I guess it was. I guess it happened like a few. hours earlier. Uh huh. He said but a couple he, hours ago. Yeah, he went up there and you know he was um he was crying about getting robbed and things like that and people clowned him for crying. Uh, I,
0: I'm I'm listen. I've never. Well, I'm not gonna say I've never had a gun put to my head. I have growing up in the Bronx. Um, but I was not going to clown him. Because he was crying, you know what I mean. I I know, but this is the internet world. Yeah. They, 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 listen, these people are brutal. They will come out with memes about everybody yeah. and anything, and you have to be able to take that with a grain of salt in this day and time. Right. If you're gonna let that stuff get to you personally, then you have a problem. And but we and we have grown so insensitive to things like brothers getting robbed. I mean, the only thing
3: with me, I just didn't know why he didn't cancel the interview.
0: Right, right, right.
3: I just pay. but you know what was, um, what I appreciated from that. Interview yeah,
0: my man Paul Brown said he owed money. Yeah, we are gonna get to that. I I believe you, right? You know what I'm saying? Cause I saw a clip with with the goons had his chains and all that. Like, nigga, stop lying. You owed us money on that track, and you ain't pay up. And we took your jewels, nigga. You can get your jewels back. And and this is the funny shit. They got like a scarf. <laughs> Like you don't know that's motherfucking Andre from the hood. Andre, we know that's you, my nigga, but he still got the scarf on yeah. and shit talking about, yeah, cause you know you can get your chain back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny shit.
3: I mean, I just wonder I, but what, what I thought was um, interesting, I thought it was kind of cool too. He even said like yo, I just came from the police precinct. Like, he was, he's saying like, yo, he's not a, a street dude, so he's not abiding by any of those rules. <clears throat> he's like, yo, you robbed me And
0: Eli told us, he told me, he said, dude, whenever I see this dude, he never has no security with him. So, that's another thing. We just got finished speaking about the wolves. The wolves are always paying attention. Oh, these niggas never got no security with him. That's easy easy money. You know what I mean? So, when you take all of that into consideration, you're not a street dude. You're wearing jewels like a street dude. You don't
3: have security with you. This was... Like at the interview and he's wearing the fur, like he's wearing the fur. Yeah, he wears furs wherever he goes. You know what?
0: Duh. I think we should get that nigga next time.
3: <laughs> he ain't got no security, man. Yeah, he's wilding. I think we can you know,
0: but I'm just saying. But but you understand my yeah. point. So he was hurt, he did the right thing, he went to the popo. I heard the police uh I saw somebody oh, also they, say... They
3: got yeah, they got they um, got two of the two guys. Of them, two of them, yeah.
0: Okay, so I mean, you know. That's what it is, but when you're in these streets and you want to play that role, you have to play that role all the way through.
3: Yeah.
0: Right? You gotta have your goons with you yeah. ready to let off and you're wearing your jewels. If not, they're gonna get you.
3: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And they're gonna get you lovely. You know? You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Alright,
3: next we got um. <clears throat> The
0: white guy, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport, that stink-fucking-white guy. Dude, he's got some shit to say about black people. Fuck LeBron, man. They fucking hate him. Him? Yeah, him. yeah, him. It's what do you, you think about him? I can't stand him. I mean, I usually don't, whether I like people or not, I just think he's a little bit obnoxious. He thinks he's a cool white guy because he yeah. listens to hip-hop. Right. And, you know, that don't make you cool because you listen to hip-hop. Right, you know what I mean, and he thinks he knows a lot of shit about what's going on. I
3: th- yo, this there's like there's like white people who, you know, are engrossed in the culture somehow. Right, right, and they still you can tell like they still understand like they it's not their culture,
0: but they participating and right. they're a guest. I feel here. like
3: he feels like he can just sit at the table. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, he
0: did a documentary on Tribe Call Quest back in the days. Right. I think he think these things gives him a pass where he can just say whatever he wants to say about whatever he wants to say. And I disagree. Right. He looks like he was a bully in school. Oh, yeah, he was on the uh, fifth grade. He, he looked um, like he took kids' lunch money and what, shit. What was that movie? Higher Learning. He was the, um, the, the,
3: the, the, the sniper.
0: The sniper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he looks like that. Look at his eyes. Yeah. You can look at a man's eyes and almost see where his motives are. And, and he always has something to say about black people. He speaks on other people too. I will say that. But, you know, I just noticed. I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't he,
3: he called um Kenya Moore. He said something about how she's ashy. And
0: then you see the tweet he put up of a gorilla. Like, they was putting makeup on her after the show or before the show. He got a picture of her putting makeup on. And right next to her is a picture of a gorilla. See? See, you deserve to get punched in the face for that. And we have become so insensitive that we talk all of this mad shit and he can't get punched in the face? He. Him. He can't get punched in the face. Right? Right. George Zimmerman is still walking around, yet we talking about all of these other things, and we gangster, and we thug, and you can't come to my city unless you check in. But George Zimmerman is still walking around Mm -hmm. with no problem. Michael Rappaport can call a black sister, I don't know if she had ashy feet or not, but that's beside the point, and put up a picture of her as a gorilla, and, and he ain't on ESPN today with a black eye? Right. I don't understand. I really don't. And I'm not advocating violence, but I'm saying, wink, wink, I'm saying.
3: That's it, yeah, right. You
0: know what I mean? Like, give me a, give me a fucking break. And,
3: I, and the, you know, the whole yelling into the phone. Hit, yeah, yeah. Thing, it got corny after corny. It got corny. It got corny.
0: The... He did it once or twice. You know, he, he ranted about nobody celebrated Kim's birthday. Right. It was his 50th birthday. And, like, fucking all these fucking DJs and shit. And nobody <laughs> fucking want to play his record. He's almost like getting ready to say nigga. Like, I like this nigga Rakim. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. He's right on the edge. Yeah. You know, this fucking nigga Rakim and it's fucking dope, man. That's what it seemed like he about. About to yeah, say yeah. and he pulls himself back right. so he think that that gives him like you know street cred and this and that no it does not yeah. fuck Michael Rappaport I said it you know what I mean and I can beat his ass white boys can't box I don't give a fuck <laughs> with him they want to wrestle like, mm, take these take these to the head anyway what's
3: uh, next Next, uh, uh, the Houston Texans owner
0: oh yeah your boy he's the uh, one Bob who uh, yeah, he...
3: didn't he say some real wild shit in the summertime, he said, like he kind of compared um, NFL players oh, to, to,
0: to inmates, inmates. like the inmates. The a inmates wild, are now
3: running, running the, the yeah the asylum, the something, asylum
0: something or something. Like that, when yeah. he was talking about those who were kneeling yeah. for for the cause and stuff, so uh, but that just that pulled his card right there. Oh yeah, this is some racist white boy, good old shit boys club. It ain't no black owners in football. You know what I mean? So right. we we sit at the top of this. And you know this is all slave mentality. Y'all niggas is performing on my field. Right. I pay you niggas. I view you niggas at the combine in your drawers. Yeah. And make you niggas, instead of carrying a tree to see how strong you are, lift them fucking weights. I can see how... Give me the real strong, fast niggas f- to make my team. Well, so we know what the dynamics is. And that's not to knock football players who choose the craft. Because it is a craft to hone their skills, make their living, but know who you are at all times and use that to elevate yourself to other levels.
3: And for the people that are are going to inevitably say, but they make millions, I want you to read a book called $40 Million Slaves. $40 Million Slaves. Right. And it'll put this whole thing in perspective that compared to the owners, what the owners make, because, and also a lot of people don't realize... If you're an owner of a football team, that's probably not your main source of income. All
0: right. You own an oil company or something. Yeah. This is a fucking toy. This right. is, this is a, the, what they do. Project. Yeah, this
3: is just you know their hobby. Yeah, like hobby. Bragging, and, a- right, bragging rights to other billionaires, to the other 30 billionaires. Like,
0: My team can beat your team. Right. My niggas can beat your niggas. Basically.
3: So, while he's in the news now, um, they asked him about uh, his comments that he made about this album. And he said the only thing he regrets is apologizing. Wow. That was thug.
0: That he doubled down. Yeah. So not only are you inmates running the asylum, the only thing. I'm not sorry about that. And you know, niggas gonna line up and try out for the team. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Right? Because it, it boils down to this, and I hate to say it. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur. I know we push this narrative do for yourself, go out there and start a business. Everybody is not built for that. You have to work towards that. You know what I mean? You have to lose. You have to learn the business. Remember, they have a 400-year head start on us when it comes to that. So I'm not one to be telling everybody just be an entrepreneur. Like go on the corner and start selling fucking shirts or whatever the case may be. It doesn't work that way. Right? So some people have to work. And those who do work, you have a choice. You can work at Burger King. Yeah. Or you can work on your skills and get a multi-million dollar contract. Mm -hmm. Now, which one do you want to have? Right. Right. Oh, you could be. Hey, my name is Black Dot. Welcome to Burger King. May I take your order, please? Would you like to supersize that, sir? Sir, for a dollar more, you can get two apple pies. Do you want that or do you want to be working on your skill set and at least get paid enough where you can maybe start a business and and double back down on your business later? So don't fall for that narrative. And another thing I'm going to add. You could be running a business while you have a job. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, can you? You absolutely can. I did it for years. You know what I'm saying? Work your job and start working on your exit plan. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Don't listen to these super conscious niggas that try to tell you it's one or the other. It is not. Work your job because when your regular bills is paid, your creative juices seem to flow differently. You know what I mean? Your wife understands. Check this out. Your wife understands your creative genius when the bills is paid. Women ain't got time for all that. Uh, I'm going (laughs) to start a Fortune 500 company, but yet the bills ain't paid. The lights is out. Kids is hungry. Yeah, the kids. And the fucking ribs is touching. No, she ain't trying to hear all that shit. Women are very practical. So, if you work your job and wifey sees, okay, bills is paid. Then when you go, look, wifey, now I got to go in and get my time to create the exit plan. She's all for you, all with it, all day. And I see a lot of brothers lose because it's one or the other. Don't fall for that narrative. You can work your job and just create your exit plan. Be creating that underground railroad Mm -hmm. and learning how business works by watching the shit they make you do. You know what I mean? And how you can apply it to whatever business you want. And before you know it, you'll be in a position. And another thing, last thing I'm gonna say on the topic. When you see successful business people You forget that they failed 30 times before they made it. Because they don't talk about that a lot. You just think they made it. No. You know how many businesses Bill Gates probably started and failed and this and that. And then he finally got the formula where it needs to be. And here he is. And here we are at Urban Hello. I told you. We working on a couple of millions. We got all the zeros already. (laughs) We just working on the numbers.
3: Oh, also... um. (laughs) <laughs> I put this on Twitter because it was news that uh, the Ravens signed uh, RG3. RG3, the Ravens. Right. Okay. From okay. One-year deal? Was yeah, one-year deal. Something like that. Okay. And what I said was, this you just further prove that the NFL does not want cap? Absolutely. And... I don't understand why we want him back in the league if they keep showing us over and over and over again that they don't want him. Not
0: only did they're they willing to give uh, Johnny Manziel a shot, right, right? He's terrible, right? Before they give uh, uh, Kaepernick, right. Kaepernick stands for something greater than what you and I can imagine, right? right. So
3: at this point, like again,
0: he's a martyr, like. And I would, I said it on one of uh, go go back to looking our, right. our, our our archives. If he comes back to the NFL, he's failed. He is too powerful now to now have a job. Because that means all we was doing was rallying to get him his job back. Are you kidding me? After what he did, took a knee and almost brought the whole NFL to his knees? Are you kidding me? So you can't double down on that and now, hey, my name is Kaepernick, uh, Welcome to McDonald's. You can't do right. it. You now stand for something greater than a job. We, we look weak. We look weak.
3: We look weak by trying to get his job back. So we're we, we we always
0: talking it. about get off the plantation. So he made his exit. And now we're trying to ask the same people who took him off to, to put him back on the plantation. Because it is a plantation to a certain degree. Not knocking people who are making their money. We're all on a plantation in some capacity. Right. If you're working at McDonald's or you working at UPS... We have to put them hours in for that manual labor to, to, to get that check so we can go pay these bills and keep these babies happy. Right. All right? Until you create the, the, the escape plan. Stop the bullshit, please. So, yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X.
3: Okay. So, another day. <sighs> another unknown black man. Killed. Killed by the police. Killed
0: by the 5 five o.
3: This happened yesterday in, in Crown Heights, in Brooklyn. And
0: it marked it's on the anniversary of Dr. King.
3: Of Dr. King. The
0: 50th anniversary of Dr. King being assassinated. What's crazy? It's only 50 years. 50 years. Wow. I was actually in my mother's stomach at the time, so I wasn't physically. And she was traumatized. You know what I mean? Because okay. Martin was her dude. You know what I mean? As he was everybody's. He represented a ray of hope. And don't give me all that other shit. In the chat room about, yeah, well, he... I don't want to hear all
3: that.
0: You got to put yourself in the mindset that our people were in at that specific time. Now, 50 years later, we can all pick apart what he did wrong and what he did right on some Monday morning quarterback shit. We can do that. But at that time, in that moment, when we didn't have a voice for ourselves, he was the voice. And for those who chose to go to other extreme, Malcolm was there. So those who were militant amongst us, or felt that we should do for self in some capacity, Malcolm was there the whole lockdown.
3: And you know what? I, well, what I also found interesting, like you know, when you get a little old and you start doing your own reading, your own mm-hmm. research about things, um, at first because my name was Malcolm, so I only you know learned about Malcolm X. Right? right. Right. But when you get older and you start you know doing your own research, you realize that um, Martin, he had. His radical, way absolutely. He That's of when they black... really started getting right. rid of his ass. Right. Absolutely, and, of, and even a lot of black people, older black people who are like now who like the front, like they were always with them, and they, they was, were
0: not. Of course, they were not. Well, look at look at white people now. They want to celebrate him after he's right. dead, but when he was here, they wanted to pop his
3: top. Right. So. You know,
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you look at it from that capacity, we always have to put things in perspective. Yeah, definitely. 50 years ago, and you trying to tell me that you wouldn't have got water hosed, you don't know what the situation involved, and they ran up on you and water hosed you. You know what I mean? We not
3: our grandparents. We We not our, yeah,
0: yeah, true, but at the same time, George Zimmerman is still walking around. I bet if the Black Panthers were here, he wouldn't be walking around, so let's keep it a buck. Alright, when we start talking about that, but anyway...
3: Let's, uh, so, back to um, the, the man who got killed yesterday. Um, there were, there were um, 911 calls made saying that there's a guy on the street who has a gun who's mm-hmm. pointing it at people. Mm-hmm. Four cops came, three in plain clothes, one in a uniform... And they just they shot him ten times I think or they fired yeah, ten shots.
0: Yeah, And I heard I I don't know what the word on the street that they didn't say nothing to him. Yeah, they what, just shot him.
3: That's what that, that's what um that's the, that's said. the
0: consensus report on the street.
3: Yeah, That's what witnesses say. Uh, I don't want to be the I, I, okay so I don't want to be the one to do this, but we have to.
0: Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it.
3: There was a picture of him holding um I think it was a as a metal shower head. In a way that looked like a gun. It did
0: look like a gun. I blew the, the picture up and looked the at picture, it. From the picture of what I right. saw,
3: it did look like a gun. Right. right, right. So, um, it, it, again, there's also reports that this man was mentally, I think he was bipolar.
0: Okay, he had some he, mental he issues. He had some
3: mental issues. And again, if it's true that the cops didn't say anything, wrong.
0: Absolutely. Wrong, right? Because Absolutely. if it was a
3: white dude, they would have did anything to not shoot him.
0: Right? We already know we this. We know this. We already know this. Because
3: people, you know, in the chat room, we're not taking the sides of the police officers, but again, we have to put things in perspective. If And our
0: people, let me say this, don't, are not ready to handle perspective. Mm. I, I bite my tongue more than people will ever, you know, right. realize. It's simply because our people are traumatized. Right. So every single police shooting whether right or wrong, conjures up these emotions in our people and they automatically say the police were absolutely wrong for this particular shooting. And then when perspective kicks in, because that shit looked like a gun, and like I said, I don't know if they said anything or not, so I want to be clear. Allegedly, right? Four, three or four people made the call. Somebody, I I blew the picture up. It does look like a gun. You know what I mean? So I don't know all the details, but continue, because I'm going to speak on this as well.
3: Yeah, what was I saying? What was that? You was uh, talking about perspective. Perspective, right? So if it's a cop, right? Probably a white cop. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure if the cops were white or black. Um, you already are afraid of black people. Again, we're in Brooklyn, right? They probably have a you know preconceived idea about what ha what's going to happen. You see something that looks like a gun. He's pointing it like a gun. Mm-hmm. You gotta know what's going to happen next. Like we've we've heard this story before.
0: Okay and let me peel back a few other layers. I need to know what these officers white or black?
3: Yeah, that's that's That's, that, that's another that's thing. Important. That's
0: important because white officers are scared to death of black people. Right? Yeah. And they're racist on top of that. Right? So for them, and they're trained to kill. There is no negotiating with white police officers whereas if these were a few brothers who showed up, right. they may have assessed the situation differently. Right? Because right. you also want to make sure you watch your background. Right. You might fire and hit grandma. I ain't trying to hit grandma. I'm a black police officer. I'm trying to assess the situation. White officers filled with hate, filled with rage. When you put all of that in the pot and they show up and they had three or four confirmed calls that this guy had a gun, that goddamn showerhead looked like a gun.
3: Yeah.
0: Right? And if he pointed it at them, they're going to air his ass out. And they're going to walk, irregardless. Yeah. Because all I need to say is, look at this picture mm-hmm. of him pointing this. And that's when what, we that's, showed up. We
3: feared for our life. We fired. That's what um, the, the 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 police chief, he just pulled up the picture like, look, this looks like a gun. Oh, absolutely. So he's doing that
0: to quell the riots yeah, but, yeah, that, that yeah. could come. But what these people do not understand is whether the police were right or wrong. It don't matter. They were wrong. Yeah. Because of all of the other black people who were being gunned down. We are traumatized. We are tired of this shit. So whether you're right or wrong, you need to pay. And and, and that I understand fully. You know what I mean? I keep telling people I do not get emotionally involved early on because I lose my footing when I do that. I'm always assessing and processing the information first so that I make sure I don't put myself in a position that plays me out. Right? Right. Now, I'm going to say this. How many times are we going to go through this? This is what happens. They kill a black man. We come out and march. You see the mother crying. They award her. They let the officers off. Right. That's the process. They kill a black well, man. They, they, we indict march. They,
3: they indict the officers. Right, right. Then let them off.
0: Right, right. We, we march. Get them excited. You see they're... the mother. You see Reverend Al Sharpton mm-hmm. and these other guys come out. They get the indictment to bring everybody yeah. down. Look, we we, we, we indicting. Then they let the motherfucker off. And then they reward the mother. That's the process. When is that going to change? When we keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. Don't hashtag me, motherfuckers. Don't hashtag Black Dot. Nothing. I wrote it in my book, Urban Culture Decoded. What I want y'all to do, I want y'all to follow the ritual that I put in that book. If you ever hear I got gunned down, if you want to help me, none of my people hit the streets in March. Go to the formula. I laid the formula out in the book. You can pick that up at urbanx.nyc, Amazon, uh, idcode.com, okay, that so that's,
3: smooth
0: plug. oh, smooth, yeah. smooth. <laughs> smooth like, <a laughs>
3: bill- <laughs> okay,
0: code 45, Billy Dee's got the smooth taste, <laughs> right, so, okay. just putting the plug in, right, so, what's going to happen, the same thing is going to happen, yeah, right, you're going to see the mothers crying, it's going to conjure up emotions in you, everybody on their timeline, fuck the police, I'm tired of this, and then we're going to go through the protocol. Black Lives Matter is gonna step out in front. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do some marching. Ray's gonna be
3: in his vest. Right,
0: right. The news Sticky, is gonna come out, dirty and vest. CNN and them gonna come out, and they're gonna interview a few people. Yeah, because yeah, that shouldn't have happened. He wasn't doing nothing to nobody. Then you know what I'm saying. And then you're gonna see the mother flanked by Al Sharpton and that other black guy. He's new. He he did the Trayvon Martin. Uh, I forget his butters or something. The lawyer, black guy. He's on the scene out in uh. Uh, in in uh, Seattle, right now, Wherever, the, uh, uh, where, where did that happen? The other shooting last week? Was that Seattle? Yeah,
3: I mean, um, not Seattle, um,
0: Sacramento. Sacramento, right? He was out there. So, hugging the mother, you know what I'm saying, and crying, getting them photoshops. It, I'm tired of the process, and I'm not being uh, insensitive to the situation. We doing the same thing. I can call it shit. If I can call it, you don't think they can call it? Let these niggas blow off some steam. Like you said, Black Lives Matter come out. Sharpton will come out. They'll give a speech. And this shit will quelled down. He'll shave down. White police officers shave down. Mm-hmm. He'll put a suit on. And he'll stand there. I and his, for my life. I, and the lawyers will speak. And he'll, say, he'll take the stand and say, Ugh, I, I feared for my life. Right. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, literally. Literally. And it's a wrap. Once I fear for my life, it's a wrap. So...
3: Oh, so um and shout outs to him and his family. Definitely.
0: You know what I mean? Again, we're not trying to uh, uh, be insensitive. We're trying to put all of this in perspective because we keep making the same mistakes. I hate making the same mistakes. It really bothers me. Mm. And as a people, we're making the same mistakes.
3: Definition of insanity.
0: Definition of insanity, absolutely.
3: Also, uh, so we gotta revisit this case, the Stefan Clark case.
0: Stefan Clark. Okay, this is the one that happened last week.
3: Last week, and we spoke about it. A lot of people were upset because uh, I guess people felt like we were taking the sides of the police officer because we brought up what was happening prior to him getting
0: Oh, no, I'm not taking the side of the police officer. I'm trying to put you on the jury stand. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put you on the jury stand because I know how they're going to present these cases. You know what I mean? And if we're going to take the same action... then then really don't get worked up about it. I told you I don't put none of that shit on my timeline. It's because we're dealing with so much trauma as is. They're going to present that case. They're going to bring up his history, Mm -hmm. right? And then they're going to say he was breaking in the cars. Look, here he is. Then they're going to show you that infrared signal of him running over backyards and all of that old kind of shit. Then they're going to show you that position of him pointing. But I heard he got shot in the back. Yeah, yeah. Eight times right ouch that changes the narrative a little bit a little bit a little no not
3: not to me but in the eyes of the court
0: oh in the eyes of the court all right all right right okay like, i thought I mean, you i'm, I'm, I'm talk- like nigga you got
3: shot in the no, back no, no, i'm talking like i was about to end this show Now i was about to Alejandro <laughs> your ass you Alejandro? no i'm talking about like in in the way because again We've had cases where we thought were open and shut cases. Like,
0: oh, all right, cool. Abner, Luima, 41 times. The list goes on and, like on, and on and on. Then- that looks like open and shut cases. Dude with his hands up murdered. And the police walk.
3: Right. So that's 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 the only reason why I said that. Okay, okay gotcha. Clarification. Only- clarification. Clarification. That's the only reason why I said that. But um, this case is getting a little weird because they started bringing up, um, I guess, his old tweets. About black women his,
0: his tweets about black women which he hates black women the only thing he likes black is his Xbox he's uh, his children are by an Asian girl right. a Chinese girl yeah, or Asian yeah. and she even went on black uh, women black women are mean so now you, <clears throat> you have a, a you're in a quagmire because you got black women out here marching for you mm-hmm. and you don't even like black women right now that doesn't negate the fact that he got shot by the police mm-hmm. but now it, it just adds to the narrative but, now.
3: It also it also adds to the narrative, but this is something I wanted to say, right? I don't like when you when people, right, mainly black people, mainly people in our community, only ride for something when it fits their narrative. When it fits their narrative. This this is what we've been this talking about. Been talking this is about. the
0: same thing. As long as it fits your narrative, you ride it. Right. But if it doesn't fit your narrative, ah man, I ain't with all that.
3: Right. Or like. Um, proper example, so remember last week, Killer Mike, he put out that interview, right? Yes. With the NRA, and he said, like, people will come up to him all the time, like, yo, they're going to have a Klan meeting, you know, what we going to do? and niggas said nothing. He said nothing. That's right. their
0: first right amendment
3: right. to speech, and why
0: should I care? It has nothing to do with me, nothing per with, say, Right, right. You can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't want to get in your black power shit. And then when they having their white power shit, you got a problem with right, that. Right, right. It's their First Amendment right to do so. Right. And we become hip, hypocritical when we do that. Mm-hmm. And then we begin to just you get people who just want to follow shit to be following shit. You know what I mean? So back to my man. Um, you know. So now I saw a, a sister named Black China. I believe it was a few other sisters who came forward and said, "Dude, I ain't riding with you because you don't like black women." Black China. <clears throat> Black China? No, not Black China. Yeah. It's a sister named China. Okay. She's a light skinned sister uh, who does YouTube clips. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I think I might be uh, uh, mashing her name up. Yeah, I think you. And she said that. Now, this is also the issue of his brother.
3: Oh yeah. His
0: brother was out here walling. Yeah. And it looked like he just was out for s- some publicity. Yeah. Come to find out, this is his second brother that's been murdered. Mm. Now, I don't think the first one was by the police, so his aunt came out and said he's traumatized. So I had to give him a break, because I was like, yo, my dude, you seem like you trying to come up off your brother's death. And, you know, he may be a little off, so to speak, but now I understand the trauma of losing two brothers. He's the middle brother. He lost his younger brother, and now he's lost his older brother. And if he got shot in the back eight times, that's murder. I don't care how you dress this up. This is murder. And... I'm, I'm gonna go with what uh, uh, D.L. Hughley said. We need to see the tape. The same time, everybody else see the tape. You can't. The police officers can't take the video back to the precinct, doctor the shit and, up, yeah, and this, show us what they want to show us,
3: and then present it to the people. And that's another thing. Um, that's not transparency. Last week, when we actually first covered the case, we got we were going off of what we knew, right? Absolutely It's people like commenting on it now With information that's out now Right
0: We were only dealing with the information That was available at the time And we were giving our perspective on that What we know now Of course I'm like Wow he got shot in the back Eight times That changes the narrative altogether I don't give a fuck What kind of cars he was breaking into Or how he Mm -hmm. was pointing He got shot in his back So you cannot tell me that this man You feared for your life And he got shot in his back They said six to eight times Yeah Damn! Uh, what the fuck was yeah, that all yeah, about? Yeah,
3: right. They were just letting you, it know. You
0: see what I'm saying? So uh, the more the information comes in, and that's another reason, but because for the sake of us doing this podcast now, um, I'm in a position where I got to give my opinion on things that are fresh mm-hmm. off the press. Mm-hmm. And normally that's not my M.O. I'll usually wait to everybody give their opinion and, and digest it. But for the sake of our podcast, which is you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. You know what I mean? Right. I am jumping the gun somewhat, sometimes. So bear with us here, in order to bring you some information that you can digest and maybe put a different perspective Facts. on things. Facts. Facts.
3: Oh, so uh, this next one is not really about any uh, current events. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, so my little sister. Yes. Your daughter. Yes. She's on a college tour right now.
0: Whoa! 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 Uh,
3: I just thought it would be, a you know, a great conversation about, you know, college in general or what. Yes. Picking college. Oh, when you didn't go to college when me and my old. When you so were, why you got to throw that out there? <laughs> Let
0: me tell you a quick story first. <laughs> Listen, I got my GED. It's a good enough diploma. And I got it so early that I wasn't even 18 yet. So they said when I turned 18, it was going to mail it to me. Right. That was 30 years ago, right? My daughter swears I did not get a GED. She's like, Dad, stop. You don't have a GED. So the bet is when I go down to the GED department, you are all in on this, and they mail it to me, my family has to give me a graduation ceremony here in my house. I'm talking about full cap and gown. I'm doing a commencement speech, and they all have to dress up and you better put a goddamn suit on. Oh, yeah. Clap that up. And we will air it for you guys. You
3: know what's crazy? Prior to my sister saying that, I never questioned it until she said and it. I'm until like, she what? said it, right? He don't. Got, like, <laughs> yeah,
0: I got a good enough diploma.
3: Oh, no, no.
0: But anyway, back so to we, like, Hushine.
3: So she's on a college tour right now. and HBCU. HBCU. Nine HBCU, colleges. Right. The whole week. And, you know, I'm talking to her and I'm just she's telling me what school she likes and things like that. And I thought it was just interesting about uh, college in general. Mm-hmm. Like, w- what do you feel about, you know, going to college? I mean, me and Marcus went to college, right? Yes. But at the same time, like, like, what did you, what was your initial thoughts?
0: Um, growing up, it, it wasn't in my lexicon because nobody in my family prior to that had went to college. Mm-hmm. But remember, I had my own apartment at 16. I had my first son at 18. So life for me took a more of survival mode, but intelligence was never the issue. Right. So when I got in position, when my oldest son was old enough to go to college, I wanted him to have that experience, but he went into college knowing that the black man is God. All right. And that, um, your education there will not determine cause you can be book smart and still not have common sense right. and be intelligence. Don't uh, associate education with intelligence. They're two different things, yeah. Right. So I wanted him to go away to broaden his perspective so he did, so he can see that he can get off the block and he can do some things. And he has a business degree and he's putting it in practice now. Right. You were more on your sports than you wanted to play football at every level from pop one to the high school. And then you began to get uh, uh, recruited from colleges. And I knew education wasn't a thing for you either. I wanted you to go away because now your brother has set the bar. Right, so now you go off to college, you come back with a degree in history, Don't eight.
3: whatever. That sounds like a lot of hate. I'm just saying, I kept yeah. telling
0: him business, technology, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we need this to run this company. He has a degree in history. All right, now with <laughs> that being said, but he does have the degree, and I'm pretty sure it broadened your horizons.
3: Yeah, I thought you know what's crazy? Um, aside from the actual degree, going to college changed my life. Of just changed. Um, I guess the the scale of what I see the world in. Now, okay, right? okay. So the first college I went to was upstate New York. A lot of white people. That was my first like real experience. Which is Europeans. Just European. I was like, yo, and um, the black community at my particular school is like really small, Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot about white people. I learned what I didn't like, and mm-hmm. I learned, and I had some friends are really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm white saying? White boys know my just... Pops is too. Yeah. And at the same, like knowing what I know about. Just what I know, right? And then you still meet some white people. Like, oh, he's cool. Like, and I, I tell people all this time, there are,
0: when I speak on white people, I'm I'm speaking about the culture itself. Right. There are individual people who have good hearts all over the place. Yeah, right, right. You right. can be on a job. You can wave to white people. Right. Hey, hey, Bob. Hey, Jim. You know what I mean? You right. can wave to them. You have people on your job that, you know, y'all go out to right. lunch. It's the collective, the hive mindset. That's that creates the problem. The system but individuals, yes. the system of white supremacy. But yes. you can meet individuals. Yes. So I treat everybody accordingly. Mm-hmm. When you meet me, if you're white and you treat me with respect, you're gonna get treated with respect. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't mean you're gonna be invited to the next Black Power meeting, but you get treated with respect. Yeah. So, I,
3: yeah, so um, I'm excited for you know, uh, I'm excited for Odyssey to go to college. Um, I think she'll learn a lot. And the fact that me and Marcus went to school, I think we can impart like a lot of wisdom.
0: That's the whole goal. See, uh-huh. once you guys have set the template for her, this is something I want her to experience. Uh, so, going on these nine college towards these HBCUs, and we will do other colleges. Yeah. This is why I don't want you to think it's all about going to black colleges, because they get ratchet at some of these black yeah, colleges. Yeah. And if you're not there understanding who you are and your mission, there you can get caught up in that.
3: And sometimes, you know? um, going to like an HBCU, or if you're white, going to a predominantly white school, if you're not around the other culture, you're not really prepared to deal with them when you once you leave. Right. Absolutely. Right. So absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm never I didn't go to HBCU, but my college was it was a lot of black people there. But I think like the, the second college I went to right. the second college. Yeah. But um I think if I think once you leave, right, you have to really understand that the world It's not it's, in this vacuum of
0: just black people.
3: That's doing black things. And it's beautiful to see black faces. People that look like you doing your, doing their thing. Absolutely. But to, you got to be real. Like a lot of these corporate jobs. You're going to have. It's a f- game that's being played. Right. You're going to have to fake laugh around people. Absolutely. That, not funny. You're going to have to. <laughs> that's the
0: name of the game. You can <laughs> like, say whatever you yeah. want. So don't get caught in a vacuum thinking. You're going to come out and strictly only deal with black people. If that works for you. Great. But in the real yeah. world especially the corporate world where you're trying to make money is all one big game. The one thing I've been taking joy in is watching these kids get at the computer. And just to see if the acceptance letter came in with their family around them. And, you know, they hit the ceiling when they get accepted. It almost brings tears to my eyes because if you don't know our story and, you know, uh, this might be the first kid in that family that's going to college and the whole neighborhood is rooting for you. So I take pride in that. Ladies and gentlemen, send your kids to college, but send their send them their understanding that. Uh, edu- knowledge is free education right. costs money right. but t- to play this game of corporate america and to do these things they want these certificates uh send your children away if you can because they need to grow up and they need to see a a, a snapshot of what it's really like out here in this world so um I'm, I'm hoping my daughter comes back with a different mindset she's already been texting me she likes this school she likes that school and, um, you know, we're going to support her.
3: And last thing I want to say is sometimes, um, <clears throat> again, uh, Dr. King, he was killed 50 years ago. That's not that long.
0: Right. That's right. not that long ago. Right. That's one grandmother.
3: Right. That's literally. And you don't understand, like, back then, it, to, for him to have an actual college degree. Right. Right? Back then. Back then. How tough that was. Because when I got accepted to the school, my, the first school I went to, and I finally made my decision where I was going... Everybody was calling me, congratulating me, and I thought, it was like, yeah, you know, that's what's up. Like, I was, everybody felt more excited than I was, because I'm just like, all right, I'm going to college. Right, right, And I don't know if you remember, um, it was my freshman year, and I was doing a research paper. I was in a library, and then it kind of just hit me, like, how big this was.
0: Absolutely. Like,
3: how really, it's a shared experience, like, with my ancestors. Like, I'm really on a college campus.
0: Absolutely. What's your ancestors For side note, Linda Brown died last week from Brown versus Board of Education, and we didn't speak about that. But what she had to fight for, even to get segregated, I'm more of a, uh, I mean, to get integrated. integrated, I'm more of a segregationist, but that's beside the point. But that brave young girl had to go through with troops for her to go to school. And we kind of, you know, we so we want to mention her as well because it's one story being told. Mm. Don't ever think your story is not connected to your ancestors. Right. We are one story, and now you're the narrative of this specific story. So, so we want to clap that up to all of the kids who's going to college, to all the parents
3: getting acceptance letters, getting about them acceptance that time. letters, about that time. Uh, who
0: don't know how they're gonna pay for it, but they're gonna pay for it. And you know what I'm saying? And don't show your kid that you ain't got it because we're going to get it. You, you know how yeah. black people do. Yeah. We go, hey, girl, you made it. How much that's for? Yeah. Oh, girl, I don't even worry about it. We're going to get that $50,000. <laughs> yeah, girl, you know, just go ahead in there and study. Yeah. And me and, my, and your mother got to talk. No, we're not crying. These are tears of joy. We're just so happy yeah. for you. Oh, shit. How are we going to do that? You see what I'm saying? Right. So with that being said, let's clap that up.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I did that in anyway? a yeah. okay. Two yeah. claps. <laughs> Malcolm, where can we be reached? We can be reached on social media. Oh, bam. Side note. Oh, oh. We got winners for the hat. We do have winners for the hats. Three hats. It was really one winner. My man Keys was the winner. All right?
3: It's an asterisk by that.
0: Okay, look. I, I checked YouTube first.
3: Okay. Because
0: we were airing on YouTube. But right? we actually
3: said hit us through social media. We,
0: we, okay, we did. Okay, we so did. long story short, Keys, thirty years ago, I released an album on B Boy Records called Tall, Dark and Handsome. All right, that was thirty years. So when you, when I'm speaking about hip hop, I'm a recorded artist of thirty years, which means I've been in hip hop long before that. So he got it right. But your man on Twitter, somebody
3: on Instagram,
0: Instagram. What was his name?
3: Uh, what was his name?
0: He like got ba- more
3: baby jr ninety three, baby JR.
0: Yeah, baby JR ninety three. Yeah. He got more detail. He yeah, was his, like
3: his answer, it was like Tall, Dark, and Handsome release date, May 15, 1988. Uh it was he said this was through me. He said, Oh, it was B-Boy Records, A side had four songs, B side had five songs, and it was a cassette. I
0: yeah, said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he said that, I said, Bing! <laughs> yeah, I said, because we, we did some awkward stuff and put four songs on the A-side. And five songs on the B side, which was unconventional. And I forgot it was May. It was May 15th that we released that. And and and, and we had our moments and it, it was a great album at that time. So we want to shout out my man. We want to shout out my man yeah. um,
3: your hats will be sent. Keys.
0: And we wanna shout out my man Jay Woo.
3: Jay, yeah, shout Jay out Woo. to my man Jay
0: Woo. Yeah. He came in, he had the answer too, and I'm like, yo, Jay, you, you was late. He said, "No problem, Doc. I got it." So we are gonna send my man Jay Wu a hat anyway. Yeah. So let's clap that up. I like this clap button.
3: Now. Yeah,
0: now tell us where can we be reached? And, you know, so that comes, yeah.
3: Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. Urban X underscore NYC underscore NYC. See the screen here. Urban X underscore NYC at Instagram and Twitter. For the blog, for the written pieces. Got to get to those written pieces. Written pieces, Mm urbanx.nyc. Again, that is urbanx.nyc. What's up about our podcast? And on the podcast, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. uh, Radio Public. Radio Public. Uh, What's the other one? Audio Boom. Audio Boom. Spotify. Not yet. Not Spotify.
0: I'm putting it in the universe. Spotify.
3: Okay. (laughs) Um, But don't
0: go there expecting the universe. Oh,
3: and Google Play. And Google Play. Urban X Podcast Alright Subscribe Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast Whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on Subscribe to the blog as well And we are out You are
0: tuned into the sounds
3: Of Urban X
0: Black mass
1: man it's time to rock I had to find a way I couldn't find a job Couldn't find a prayer Couldn't find a God Couldn't find a prayer Couldn't find a God (laughs)
2: I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, come my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the log in. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, gay. Shimmy Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke
1: it down for his son. Now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God.
0: This program is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. The last couple of years
3: haven't been easy for students. Kids are struggling. Schools and families are too. But what if there are new ways to help? What if tutoring was part of every student's experience? What if it was available 24-7 and free? When schools choose paper, students get free 24-7 access to tutors. And if you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance your child's school already has paper or will be adding it very soon. Visit paper.co and find
0: out more.